Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Good everybody. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today we've got a very special guest. Uh, this is Alex Saunders of Nuggets News. Now, I want to get Alex on the show for two reasons. One, he's a good mate of mine. Uh, and secondly, really importantly, is that I do a lot of the trading side of things, whereas Alex Saunders is definitely the expert in the fundamental side of it. You guys know that I don't uh, proclaim to be uh, brilliant at the fundamental side of things. I am the trader. This is the guy who knows what he's talking about. The best of the best out there in Australia, if not the world and we're going to try and get that exposure for him and ourselves guys alex sauna say good day mate thanks for having me on uh trader cobb or craig <laughs> yeah craig's fine mate <laughs> um cool so look we'll just dive straight into it because i mean I, this is a bit different i know like alex has interviewed me before i've been on alex's show i've been on his youtube and this will be up there as well so um, you can go and check that out you can see me talk because i suppose just hear me for those of you on the podcast but um i mean look I get to interview you today, which is really quite cool because I get to ask the questions and you have to answer them. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> All right, cool. So, look, let's just dive straight into it. The first thing I want to do is um, really just sort of let people know where they can find more information about you. And we'll do that again at the end, but just, just so that people can get a bit of an understanding for what you do, the sort of content that you put out and, and sort of leading into the story of how you entered into crypto, I suppose. Yeah, so, I mean, I got into crypto in 2012, um, six years ago now, and until last year when we had that big run up of public awareness, there wasn't many people interested. Uh, so last year I had people sort of asking me to start doing videos and that sort of thing. So I made a YouTube channel and the focus was education and understanding and as you say, fundamentals of what makes a good project. Um, you know, we do a little bit of technical analysis and we like to keep well-rounded and keep an eye on everything happening around us. Um, but that's definitely been our most successful um, component is picking those projects or ICOs with strong fundamentals and they've performed extremely well um, even in obviously a recent downturn we've got projects that are still still in the green um, so picking those projects with strong fundamentals is what we really focus on yeah and uh, I can say like you know uh, guys Alex has, uh, has a very very good very strong proven track record on that this is not uh this is not a turkey flying in a hurricane as i quite frequently say this is someone who knows what they're doing who's been around from a very from not not exactly inception but really as this market became a market alex was there at the forefront uh he knows a lot about the technology a lot about the space but has viewed it as an investor for quite some time so it's a, it's a different um it's a different uh viewpoint from our point of view but uh, equally as important in my view i think we should be investing and we should be trading i think, I think we should be doing both and um this is why i want to have alex and alex and i to work together week to week to do a show each week to just sort of help you guys to get the perspective from two guys that know what they're talking about i will blow the trumpet and say that I do know what I'm talking about when it comes to trading, and I will blow Alex's by saying he knows what he's talking about fundamentally. So, quick question, mate. Um, what do you see for the future of crypto? It's a pretty big question, but what, what do you think for the listeners out there? I think at the moment, one thing that's frustrating for me and probably most investors is the high degree of correlation to Bitcoin. So, at the moment, Bitcoin's down, you know, let's call it 70% around number, and most altcoins are down 80 or 90%. Even though some of these projects have followed their roadmap to a T, they're having great announcements, partnerships, some of them are generating real world um, revenue already. Mm. Yet the entire space is just viewed as crypto. And that's kind of what frustrates me a little bit. Um, but again, it presents opportunity if you're an investor, if some of these good um, picks or stocks, however you want to view them, are down uh, 90%. Um, I believe they're doing good things and they're going to start to perform independently. So as this market matures, 
just like when you know Facebook stock sells off, it doesn't mean that Google stock sells off. These things are going to really start to move independently. And I think when we get more traditional investors, um, those people that know how to value projects and that sort of thing in, they're going to recognize a few of these projects. That's what we're waiting for, that traditional money, the traditional markets, for crypto to become more than just a you know a fad or a bubble or a scam. You see these surveys about why people aren't interested. Security is a big one. So we need this space to mature and give these people the on-ramps and the means to safely invest in, first of all, cryptocurrency, um, but these good projects as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the things that people are unaware of, and like I, I can speak from, I, I just did an interview with a, a fellow by the name of Mike who's uh, going to be on the show as well. Actually, no, I was on his show. Uh, he was interviewing about cryptocurrency and he's a, a property guru, someone who's done very well from property. And we're looking at the correlations and, and the differences between the two asset classes and whatnot. And I think that a lot of the people, a lot of his audience certainly were looking for somebody to explain it to them beyond, you know, Lambos and go to the moon and all this sort of immature absolute rubbish. Now we won't get started on that because we are going to go into that in more detail later on. I want to know what you think about some certain things. I'll put you on the spot. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as far as that, that, the answer to that question, I'm with you, mate. I think you know we're we're doing really well at the moment. When I say we, I mean the, the TraderCorp community. We're, we're trading. We're finding we're finding not a huge amount of good trades, but we are finding some some shorts that fit the checklist quite well. Uh, and Staying out of the market has been more than uh, okay for us, just picking the odd trade here and there. It's been really, really good. But I, I'm with you. I, I'm an investor in the space as well. and I believe in, in, in a lot of these projects and they're going to see a huge amount of momentum. It's just a matter of when. And it does frustrate the bejesus out of me. Uh, you know, what's the market going to do? I don't know, whatever Bitcoin does. Uh, it, it's really, really frustrating. But another question relating to the market again is, um. We talk about cryptocurrency from a philosophical point of view as well as an investment point of view. Uh, in this market space, people want to change the world. We want to we want to make the world a better place. We want to make things easier, faster, quicker, more efficient. All these things is what blockchain is effectively trying to achieve. There are some stupid projects that don't need to exist. But out of the projects that are out there, how can crypto or how is crypto changing the way that we live our lives at the moment? So I guess this all started from Bitcoin trying to revolutionize one of the industries that many would argue is the most centralized and, and corrupt, and that's the financial system. So Bitcoin being that digital money and an actual currency um, was the first, I guess, application of blockchain technology. And, you know, governments and central banks printing money, you know, how expensive and how long it takes to send money from one country to another. All those reasons are a perfect use case for a decentralized system where everybody has control of their own money. Um, and, and that is just the first instance. And then many years later, we now have all these other instances of industries that require disruption because of how centralized they've become. And centralization can mean and a number of things. It, you know, it can be greed, corruption, um, a, a security, a point of weakness, so the, the benefits from decentralizing industries where everyone has a say and we level the playing field, you know, we see things around the world, the signs that people are frustrated with what's going on, you know, Brexit, Trump, you know, all these rallies and stuff like that. People want change and they're sort of fed up with the way everything works from this top-down approach. So the fact that anyone can participate in these decentralized ecosystems, I know that the change the world phrase gets thrown around a lot, but I mean, just yesterday we saw 
a quality little Australian business partner up with Power Ledger, and they start they're going to start putting solar panels on buildings, and those people will have you know they're going to be off the energy grid. Like it's literally happening already in front of us, and a lot of people still aren't even aware of it. Yeah, we're still at the inception days, and I, I speak to a lot of people at the moment with the show and everything. And a lot of people's questions are: Have we hit a bubble? Have we, you know, has it popped? Is this the end of it? And again, just to bring back some perspective, because you know, um, a lot of the people in business that I've spoken to, and you know, as a young kid, I was fortunate to have some pretty good mentors through through my um, association with my dad. Uh, you know, you talk to people: how, how did you take your business? What was the point of it? From two million dollar turnover to twenty million dollar turnover, and they all had same thing to say which is take yourself out of the business and start working on the business and i think that's what in the crypto space we we fail to do a lot we get caught up within the insides of the belly of the beast the twitters the facebooks the groups all this crap that's out there and we fail to actually look at what's going on you take yourself and you remove yourself from all the rubbish and you look down on it and you start to see things like okay first and foremost the market's 350 billion let's say or something whatever it is at the moment Apple's worth 880 billion. We've got a long way to go. Two, look at the names, brains, and money, funds, and influencers that are coming into the space. And I'm not saying influencers as in somebody who, you know, makes funny videos on YouTube and now therefore they're in crypto, so that's great for the space. No, that's bullshit. I'm talking about you know, good influencers, business-minded people that can come in and champion the space, help to help it to develop and grow into something that is that it is not yet, and that's the mature investment portfolio space. So there's a long way to go. We've just got to stop focusing on what's right here in front of our face and start focusing on what the big picture actually is a little bit more. Yeah, and again, um, lots of projects and ICOs are at very different stages in terms of you know team and recruiting do they have a working product and all that sort of thing and yet they all move you know when all the altcoins go up 10% they all go up 10% yet one might not have a working product and might one might so again all those things that we've spoken about uh, it's very interesting to see how this space develops um and, and I'm looking forward to very much the next few years. I know in the short term, price can get ahead of itself, ahead of where the technology is, but sometimes we need overinvestment so those good projects can succeed and we need bad projects to fail. It's all part of a healthy market cycle. Absolutely, and it comes back again to, you know, if it, it's very handy to know how to make money when the market moves in either direction as a hedge, if nothing else. So another question. If there are three things, it doesn't need to be three, I don't know why I've chosen three, but you know, if there would be, what are the things that you think so that, that would help people that are looking to get started in this marketplace? Three things that can help people to whatever you think. As in investors or projects starting looking to get started? As in people that are looking to get into this, into this crypto asset sphere, what are three things that they should be mindful of and looking out for? I guess safety, whatever. Yeah, so education is key. Now that encompasses a lot of different things. So security, I know a lot of people, unfortunately, their journey lasts less than 24 hours before they get hacked or something like that because they've rushed into it and they haven't checked which websites are trusted, been around for years. Um, they don't know how to safely and securely store their cryptocurrency, all those little things. So. I know everyone gets that uh, fear of missing out and it's very exciting when you discover a new asset class, but um, take that time to learn about what you're investing in. Um, I think averaging in price-wise, that really helps people as well. So many people you talk to take the plunge and throw all their money in the day they find out about something. And then B, you know, be it as it may the price often goes down it's very volatile in crypto so you could have bought more at a better price the next week or the next month 
Um, and you might find out about another project you like even more, but you fell in love with the first thing and you threw all your money at it and now it's down 20%. So just being really patient and um, taking the time to learn about things, I think. Yeah, that's really good advice, mate. I've seen it a lot. I mean, I've been in portfolio management and trading and investing for, for a number of years now. And one of the things that I've noticed, not just crypto, but in general is the emotional cycles of people. And they tend to, they find something they love and they throw everything at it where you need to have a balanced portfolio. And, you know, we've been through it again recently with some projects that I'm working on. People are like, let's buy this. No, 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 no. Buy 25% now. But it's going to go higher. Oh, that's good to know. Thanks for telling me that. You don't know that. You hope it does. It's Hope is not a strategy. You've got to focus on what it is that you're doing and have a structured approach and be cool. Yeah, I think something that you just touched on that would be good to expand on, why is crypto so volatile? So we don't have, we've got low volume traded futures now, but we don't have options. We don't have people valuing these projects. Nobody really knows what Bitcoin's worth as a store of value and a scarce monetary asset. Um, nobody really knows what some of these independent ICOs and projects are whether or not they're generating revenue or not yet. So nobody really knows what anything is worth in this space. And we've got a whole demographic of investors that this is their first investing experience as well. We don't have that mature money into the market too much. And that's why we see this absolute emotional roller coaster that dictates price. So probably the biggest thing that I concentrate on is is trying to gauge sentiment through all these different social media groups I'm part of and talking to people and that sort of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Trading's one way, long-term investing's another. Uh, Sentiment-driven uh, understanding is, I think it's integral for across all of it at the moment. Uh, and the sentiment really is a big part of this marketplace simply because it is quite emotional, it is quite young, and there is not enough uh, institutional money in there that holds things to a uh, to a, a bit of a peg. and Not so much literally a peg like they did with the euro against the Swiss franc at 1.2 years ago. That failed. Yeah. Um, but not, not a literal peg. But a peg is in, you know, when there's institution, institutional and in, in uh, smart money, they sit back and they go, hmm, I don't care what's going on because we know and we stick by our rules and our strategies at the moment. Uh, you know, there are people that are doing that, i.e. myself and you, but I'm not swinging around with $600 billion in my account. Uh, institutional money has that as a group to come into the space. And I think that once that does come, we'll see the volatility start to diminish somewhat. Um, but the good thing is, is it will give us a bit more of a, um, a or less of an emotional marketplace. We're in early, so we can take advantage of that. We just got to make sure that if we can progress the professionalism in the space, uh, it's going to it's going to pay off dividends for us moving forward. Yeah, and, and that's just the law of large numbers as well. As we get bigger and bigger, the percentage gains are going to diminish. Um, it's another reason why I think now is a great time to be doing investment when we've had a huge correction with some great projects. Well, on that point, let me ask you this. How do you research a project? So for those of you out there you, that are listening, uh, I get a lot of people on the podcast now. Um, you understand my trading. You're watching my trading videos. Obviously, for a lot of people, there's a cross there's a crossbreed uh, that will be watching and listening to this now. But for those of you who are new to Alex, um, you know, He's a big fundamental guy, as I said, but there's some points that Alex goes through on his YouTube channels to take you through and do an analysis of certain projects. Now, Alex, from your point of view, how would you go about, so, so let's say one of the listeners um, in New York right now decides that they want to go and research a particular project, um, how would, what would be some pointers for them to get started on that? What, what should they be looking out for? Yeah, so we've started helping a lot of 
um, projects in early stages as well, doing consulting and advising. And the, the checklist of what we ask them is probably the same as what investors should be asking. So we have them fill out a form that says, you know, what real world problem are you solving? That is the first question that I want to know. And if they kind of give me the, a, a wish-washy answer about something, you know, very small niche sort of market share, that's not really what we're after. We want industries, entire industries or business models that need to be far better than the, the legacy model and that are a benefit from decentralization. So that's probably the first thing we look at. What real world problem are you solving? The next would be obviously their team and experience. And if it's, you know, a bunch of 18 year olds that have never run a business but know how to code, you know, they need to start putting on people with experience in the business world. Like anything, there's you can have the best product in the world, but if no one knows about it, you know, it's not going to get out there. So then we start to look at real world use cases and, you know, you can have a flick through someone's LinkedIn, watch some YouTube interviews. Um, good projects will often be on YouTube or on their website doing those ask me anythings. And that's what you want, transparency. If people are hiding behind barriers, they can't answer the tough questions, they don't know their own project inside out. Again, that would be alarm bells for me sort of thing. And then we look at how bigger market cap they have so if someone's doing a very small raise obviously the prospects for future growth are um, tremendous versus if someone telegram are doing a bit over a billion dollar ico that probably limits the law of large numbers the percentage possible gains in the future so we start to look at those sort of things um, the partnerships they've developed all that sort of thing yeah okay so um to bullet point that would that be uh real world use case uh, team and experience and Partners how partnerships um, do you have a working product already um, and again a really good white paper will have all that in it already so reading the white paper is probably the first port of call to look at all these things Thanks for that, mate. Look, the final question really is, um, look, there's a lot of people out there in the space, uh, a lot of people that don't know what they're talking about, a lot of people that even have massive followings. I know for myself personally, uh, when I started to look into crypto to see, is there anything else? That, I know my strategies, that was not going to change, but I wanted to know, is there anything that I need to be aware of in this space? And I started looking at the larger followers, uh, people that had big networks, big groups, thinking that these must be the people that know what they're talking about. But it became very apparent to me that there was absolute hoo-ha uh, there was people doing reviews while they're in the shower there were people talking about moon lambos there were people doing rap videos there are, i mean the space is just littered with absolute eggs um i'll ease up on that tell me you know from from your point of view um what's your feeling about that in, in the space is that good is that bad and what's your viewpoint I guess that's saying that you have turkeys can fly in hurricanes. We've just witnessed the biggest bull market in history. Um, a lot of people made money. There was a lot of projects that went up 50 or 100 fold. Some people made a big song and dance about that and, and got huge followings, but I think they're starting to be exposed now as they've had some bad calls or they're getting in and out at the wrong time. You know, been exposed that maybe they don't know that much and there's a lot of overnight experts. So I'd very much encourage people to follow people, Andreas Antonopoulos, Jimmy Song, the people that are on the ground floor, they've been here for years, they're doing real world problems. You know, some people view those sort of videos as a bit boring because they don't have titles like 10 coins that will make you a millionaire in 2018 yeah. and they're the videos that get hundreds of thousands of views. But what I've found is sometimes those boring videos that are the highest quality content is where you want to be looking to find good investments and good people. 
Well, let me tell you something about uh, investment banking. Uh, they're not the most exciting rock and roll people, guys. These people are the hmm type people. They're not after excitement. They're after numbers. Give me the numbers. Tell me what is. They cut through the crap, and they they this they they're business. Um, you know, they they're the ones driving Lambos, but they're not talking about them. Yeah. 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 So look, finally, I just want to sort of say, hey, thank you so much, Alex. It's been fantastic having you on the show. Um, guys, I strongly suggest that you get across all of Alex's socials. So Alex, how can they find you? Uh, yeah, so our YouTube channel is just called Nuggets News Australia. Um, we've got a big following across the Crypto Australia Facebook group and a few other groups if you're Australian. Um, and obviously, I try and tweet all the news as soon as it um, comes out if you want to follow me on Twitter as well. Excellent, excellent. Um, and of course, uh, for those of you who are on the other list, you can find me, tradercob.com. You can also jump on to the TraderCob Crypto Show uh, there on the podcast. And um, look, it's been an absolute pleasure, Alex. Thanks, mate. Um, we're we're going to try and do this weekly if we can and maybe switch who interviews who. And we just want to try and cover each week things that I think are important in the space. And the idea from Alex and myself is really to empower you guys to give you the knowledge and the understanding to cut through the crap, to look at what's real and what's not, and to give you a level-headed insight, not just into the trading world, which is what I cover, but also into the crypto fundamental and investing world between both of us one show a week plus our various other content that we do weekly you guys have got a one-stop shop for everything you could possibly need so thank you again alex you'll hear much more from alex and myself in the coming weeks have a fantastic easter everybody and uh, stay safe bye for now the trader cob crypto podcast check out tradercob.com because experience matters